0: People, listen please, if your life were to end today, where would you spend eternity?
1: Welcome to the Cross Current Radio Show, your Spiritual Speakers Corner broadcast and podcast. Do you know that Christmas can be the most wonderful time of the year for sharing Christ? In this outreach radio series, you'll hear several real-time conversations on the street surrounding the subject of Christmas. We'll walk and talk with average, everyday Canadians and ask them questions like, Why do you take the time and money to celebrate Christmas? What do you believe to be the true meaning of Christmas? And do you really believe that God became a baby? And then, Lord willing, we'll share the good news about the Christ of Christmas. Please make sure to keep listening until the very end of the program for a special Christmas message from the studio, courtesy of your host, Corey McKenna. And now, in the studio and on the street with the Cross Current Radio Show.
2: Okay, this is Eric with TCC Radio. Stuart, will you be celebrating Christmas this year? Yes, I will. Okay, do you buy gifts? I do. Yeah. Okay, so um, why do you take uh, the time and the money to celebrate Christmas?
3: Well, that's a good question. I think, from a time perspective, I think it's a, it's a, it's about connecting with people for me, and about uh, um, showing well spending time with them and uh letting them know that you care about them uh and it's really about giving you know giving uh uh yeah we tend to give gifts but it's also giving of your time i think um i do buy gifts um i'm not a, i'm not really a huge believer in that co- side of christmas sure to be honest, yeah but uh i think uh i think we get way too caught up in that and uh and even just the pressures around trying to find the perfect gift and and, and even the money that goes along and the expectation of Amount of money that people spend, it's unfortunate because I think it takes away from the real essence of Christmas.
2: Right. So the real essence of Christmas. What does what does Christmas mean to you personally? Then. Steve?
3: Well, um, yeah. Well, you're, we're celebrating Jesus' birth, right? So uh, you know, and what uh, um, you know, the message of, of uh, hope that comes from that, and uh, and I think, um, yeah, really just remembering that you know, Jesus, you know, lived and died for us. And, um, yeah.
2: Okay. So you're a Christian, Stu? I am. Okay. So, um, if I were to ask you ultimately what the, what is the true meaning of Christmas, the, uh, just the foundation of what Christmas is, um, could you just explain that real quick for me? Mm. (laughs)
3: It's a good question. I'm not, not totally in Christmas mode here, but, uh, yeah, I just think, uh, you know, Jesus is the reason for the season. You hear that. It's, it sounds clichéd, but, uh, we get, uh, we, we, as a society, I think we lose sight of that. It's, it, Christmas has become so commercialized and, uh, really, no, it's, it's, it's like get back to the, to the, uh, the, the core, the, uh, yeah, people need to somehow clear the, uh, clear their heads of, of all the, 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 the noise that, that exists around Christmas and try to, uh to, to uh, look back at why Jesus um, was, was, you know, why God put Jesus on, on this earth. and
2: Okay, so what, what exactly did Jesus do? Like, what's so special about um, Jesus on Christmas? What specifically did he do? Well, I guess, yeah, I mean,
3: obviously Christmas itself is celebrating his, his birth, but um, it's, you know, I think the fact that he came into this world, that God entered this world as, in human form as a baby, to two regular people like you and I, I mean, you know, Mary and Joseph, and, and just the fact that just putting a human face um, on 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 this incredible power that is God, I think okay. that, yeah, yeah.
2: So you do believe then that, that God literally became uh, a baby in the in Jesus Christ on Christmas, uh, that, and that's what we celebrate on Christmas? I, you believe that's a historical fact? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, why do you believe that? well that's a that 's a
3: tough question um well i i mean i i was i was raised uh christian and so i've had I've be, i 've benefited from you know going to church and kind of learning about scripture and, and you know in my anyways i so that i mean that has helped um, but i just why do I, why do i believe that um,
2: important question right
3: it, yeah it's very important um well I, I think i think i need to believe that i mean i think i think i i think god for me the idea that yeah the idea that god would would be one of us or that that that's uh that that god is is in us so to speak i mean it's it, it to me it has to be that way like for my own for my own faith from my own faith standpoint like I don't want God to be some other world like some some something that's separate from us or something that doesn't you know they say you know you know the Bible says that we are created in God's image and that God created us and everything around us but but by I think by putting Jesus on the earth um in human form it it to me it's um it just solidified that it's it's like concrete evidence that God really yeah, yeah.
2: so why why do you think uh Jesus did that came? condescended and and became incarnate into this world. Why did he do that? Wow. Um,
3: I think it was, that's a deep question. Um, Maybe so that he could feel um, what we've it's kind of like a, a form of compassion in a way. I think, like to experience what we experience, to feel the pain that we, to walk with us, to be with us. Sure. Um, yeah.
2: Can I? Can I just help you out a little bit on that? Okay. Um, so, uh, Jesus Christ came to this earth, uh, fully God and fully man. Right. Both of us believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, have we? We've all sinned against God. Do you agree? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, like, um, you know, all we gotta do is look at uh, the fact that there's there's something like 613 commandments of God in the Old Testament. How many uh, could you name half of them? No. Could you name 50 of them? Uh, probably not. Yeah. So that, to me, that shows me that uh, we don't we don't really care a whole lot about God's law, right? Like that's that's all of us. That's me and you, man. So I'm not. That's just all of humanity. Even if we look at the Ten Commandments, like there's not one of them that that any of us has kept right <laughs> you're probably right <laughs> yeah even uh, you know even something like thou shalt not commit adultery Jesus said if you even look on a woman with lust you've already committed adultery in your heart too late right we can we can break those commandments in our hearts before we ever actually do them or whether we actually do it or not right totally yeah yeah so So the Bible says that Jesus came. You're right, it was an act of compassion, it was an act of of mercy. But ultimately, uh, would you agree with, uh, he ultimately came to this earth to pay for sin, to seek and save that which was lost is what he said.
3: Right, the sacrifice, right, sort of, uh, yeah. I, I believe that, but I, but I, but I will admit, I wrestle with that personally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, do. I do. No. I,
2: hey, man. I appreciate honesty on the show. That's what yeah. we're after.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's um, you know the idea of a loving, caring God who then sacrifices His own Son. Yeah. You could argue that's wow, what a great, what an incredible gesture of and, and yeah. gift. But on the other hand, that's your Son, and you just gave Him up to be. Killed essentially, yeah. persecuted. So, I mean, it's, it's a well, yeah. Well,
2: what do you think would happen to us? You say you're a Christian. What would happen to us if Jesus had never come and died for sin?
4: Merry Christmas and Happy New Year from the cross current. From our family and ministry to yours, we want to thank all those who partner with us for another amazing year of ministry. Through your support, thousands of unbelievers heard the life-changing message of Jesus this year, and thousands more Christians were equipped to share Him with others. Now that 2019 is coming to a close, we humbly ask that you remember our gospel ministry with your year-end giving. To support us with your year-end gift, simply go to thecrosscurrent.com slash gift, G-I-F-T, today. When you give any amount, you'll receive the free audiobook, The Only Way to Calm the Craziness of Christmas by Corey McKenna. Canada needs Christ, and on behalf of our entire team here at The Cross Current, Merry Christmas, and we thank God for you and your partnership in His gospel.
2: You say you're a Christian. What would happen to us if Jesus had never come and died for sin? That's a good question. Um, what does the Bible say would happen? Oh, we probably, we would probably all end up in hell. We would probably. Yeah, we would. Yeah, we would. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, for sure, because you've admitted, like, yeah, we all sinned, me, you, everybody on this street has sinned against God, right? And the pun- the just punishment for sin is hell forever, because it's an infinite, eternal God we've sinned against. The punishment is infinite and eternal, right? Um, and that's a scary thing, and so the Bible says that, that while we were yet sinners, this is the love of God, that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us, right? And so the death of Christ, even though I know some people maybe wrestle with, well, was that, you know, he's, he's sacrificed his own son and, and all that. But ultimately, the Bible teaches that it was for his own glory, and it ultimately glorified God even more, that, that he... Uh, He loved us in a sacrificial way where he gave up his own son. Jesus Christ came and lived a perfect life that we haven't lived. Uh, He died the death of a criminal even though he was innocent. He didn't deserve to die at all. And um, the Bible teaches that when that happened, uh, he took sin upon himself even though he had committed no sin himself. He took sin upon himself and paid for it on the cross. On the third day, he rose again to verify what he had done and to show that God was satisfied with that uh, act. And he promises that anyone who will come to Jesus Christ in repentance, uh, that means turning from their sin and putting their faith in him, uh, then Christ will pay for that person's sin on the cross and in exchange will give his innocence to them. So that when they die, the Bible talks about um, being in Christ if you are in Christ when you face God, the Bible says that, that Christ's innocence is given to you. And you're innocent in the eyes of God because Christ is innocent in your place. And uh, But if you die in your sin, like Jesus said, unless you believe that I am he, you will die in your sin. Uh, if we die in our sin, then we will pay for our own sin forever in hell. But if we die in Christ, Christ has already paid for that sin. Justice has been has been satisfied on God's part because Christ has mercifully taken that upon Himself. Does that make sense to you? Uh,
3: Yeah, I think there's... I still have some questions around that, but I I think... I understand what your point you're you're trying to make, and... uh, I... I, I, on a certain level, yes, it makes sense to me. It does. I I still... you know... uh, (laughs) It's... I struggle. It's hard sometimes to just fully accept um, an an argument like that or a belief like that as a whole without having some some questions. You know, but well, of
2: course, you have. You might have some questions. Yeah,
3: but I. But I do. uh, Sure. I understand.
2: Yeah, yeah. So is that? um, So uh, is that true or not true? Like how you said you're a Christian. So what? Um, what do you believe as a Christian if it's not that? Well, we're, we're all guilty before God for sin, right? And God is God is good and just and must punish sin.
3: Yeah, we're all we're all sinners for sure. Um, I guess it's just it gets into how you define when you talked about living in Christ or or being having Christ in you and being innocent with Christ. In you,
2: right? It doesn't mean that I act innocent the rest of my life. That means, um, that means that, in the eyes of God, that sin is paid for, and Christ's innocence is uh, attributed to me, even though I have no innocence of my own. Right. So it's more about
3: believing that, and I guess maybe accepting that. Or, but yeah, the, the idea of believing it, and the idea of, um, I guess, like I'm, I'm Lutheran, so sure. I believe in grace, and I know I'm far from perfect, and you know, but I, I believe God is gracious. So yeah, I do believe that if we have faith that 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 Christ um is the son of God and he died for us and that you know I, I do believe that regardless of how imperfect I am and yeah. even even though I'm sinning constantly that yeah. yeah, I'm still yeah that, that that I am still um a child of God I'm still um worthy of that love and that's somehow somehow yeah I um, so you know and that might sound maybe kind of simplistic um of what it means to be Christian Um, but that's kind of generally speaking that's kind of great
2: do you read your Bible a lot Stu? no
3: no okay yeah I mean yeah essentially my sunny morning scripture is is what I kind of yeah that's
2: only honesty. yeah Yeah. I appreciate that I would if anything uh, uh, just from this conversation I would just encourage you to uh, to maybe uh, you say you're Lutheran um, and and uh lutheranism obviously makes its way back to the reformation clearly and um uh one of the one of the five solas or only's is sola scriptura right only scripture alone right so it's sola fide is faith alone sola gratia is grace alone uh, sola scriptura is uh, scripture alone is our ultimate authority in all matters uh, pertaining to godly truth and and all of that and and faith and practice, I would just encourage you. When I was talking about in Christ and and uh, in our sin and stuff like that, that's all just stuff that comes straight out of the straight out of the Bible. So um, uh, we don't even know what Christianity is at all without the Bible, right? So I would just encourage you. And I'm not saying this in a mean way or anything or. Uh, but I, I would just encourage you to maybe read your Bible a little bit more and really get into it and really search like, okay, what are what are the what are the truths that are here, you know, and uh, and just trust what you read because God has revealed his word for a reason, right? Sure.
3: Yeah. Okay. No, I, 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 I don't disagree. <laughs> I mean I, I uh, you know it's <laughs> yeah. I my be honest my challenge like so many people is like again our life is so busy and and yeah uh, even though there's a part of me that uh knows i should read it more and, and part of me that would like to
2: it's uh yeah it's yeah it's, it's I understand it hey it man done. we're all in the same boat yeah. i i don't read it as much as i would like to but yeah. yeah yeah it's a but uh, I would, I, I, that's why I'm I, just I, trying I, to encourage you. Yeah. You know?
3: Well, and actually, and I have three kids at home, three young kids at home, and, and which is part of the reason why I don't, because <laughs> right, I've just pulled in so many directions. But it's also a reason why I really, I actually want to get, you know, yeah. be uh, more in tune with my my faith, so that I can model yeah. it better to them and explain it better to of them course. and try to. So well, it's, you want them? Do you
2: want them to know God? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah. the better you know God the better you're going to be able to model that to them. And the Bible says that the um, as men, we're, we're the heads of our household. We're ultimately responsible for for that. And so I just want to encourage you that way, and I hope you take it the right way. Yes. Yeah. Hey, hey thanks for your time, Stuart. Personal. Uh.
0: Let's get personal. Uh and make sharing your faith a part of every day. (laughs) Welcome to Let's Get Personal, a 60-second sample of personal witness training with The Cross Current. Christian, have you listed out the lost in your life? God's already placed you within a plentiful harvest of personal contacts, so commit their names to paper and begin praying. For God to give you the boldness to share Christ, and for God to give them the desire to receive Christ, because faithful prayer is step one toward faithful, personal witness. And that's just a glimpse of how TCC can equip you and your church to normalize sharing Christ in all your personal relationships. Personal. Personal. For more uh, personal uh, witness center training, visit thecrosscurve.com.
2: Hi, this is Robbie Zacharias and you're listening to the Cross Current Radio Show.
0: With the hustle and bustle of the holiday season now well upon us, I thank you for joining me for just a few minutes as we consider the true meaning of what's affectionately called the most wonderful time of the year, Christmas. Now, you likely know that Christmas is the time of year when we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, God in the flesh. But what was God doing by becoming a baby? Did he come just to hang out with us? Or maybe it was like the first Christmas family visit or something. Well, not exactly. One of the most popular Christmas carols is Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Have you ever thought about what the song is really about? Here's how it starts. Hark the Herald Angels Sing, Glory to the newborn King, Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. God and sinners reconcile. This, in a nutshell, is the true message of Christmas. But what in the world does it mean? Well, the truth is that from the beginning of time, mankind has been sinning against God who created us. Sin is a term used for disobedience and faithlessness. Practically, you could say that when God makes a rule and we break it, we've sinned against God. But sin is also anything we do that isn't based in faith in Him. Even if we take an honest look at something as simple as the Ten Commandments, we see that we've all lied and stolen and used God's name in vain. That's why the Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. I have and you have too. God takes sin very seriously, and from the beginning, He's declared that it causes death, and that there is no forgiveness of sin without the shedding of blood. Our sins cause us to die physically and spiritually. Because of our sin, and really our love of sin, people are separated from God, and unless God somehow rescues us, we'd all stay separated from God forever so God had to come up with a way that he could remain honest and just but still somehow save people from the eternal consequences of their sins against him. Someone who did not deserve to die had to die in place of all those who do deserve to die. But since all men and women have sinned, there's none of us who could pay the price. So to solve the entire problem, God Himself came to earth in flesh and blood on that very mission. He was born miraculously of a virgin girl because He alone could be sinless and then die in our place. It's been said figuratively that Jesus was born in the shadow of the cross. This sinless baby Jesus grew up to become a sinless man, Jesus Christ, who willingly gave His life at Easter to die in our place. He then rose from the grave so that all those who believe in Him will be saved. That's how God and sinners can be reconciled for all eternity. And that truly is something to sing about. Although there have been great Christmas gifts presented throughout the ages, the greatest gift ever given was given by God Himself. The Bible says for God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. Now, I don't know if you've noticed or not, but I haven't mentioned anything about Christmas being a religious holiday. That's because contrary to popular opinion, the true message of Christmas is not religious. It's actually a message of hope and reconciliation with the God who created you. And so, it's my prayer that you will repent of your sin. That means change your mind about it and turn from it, and simply receive by faith God's greatest gift this Christmas season, eternal life through the Christ of Christmas, Jesus Christ. Well, thanks for joining me for just a few minutes to consider the true meaning of Christmas. On behalf of the entire McKenna family, Merry Christmas! And may God bless you and yours as we celebrate the birth of our Savior again this year. Hi, this is Corey McKenna, founder of The Cross Current and host of TCC Radio. And from our family to yours, thanks again for taking the time to tune in to this special Christmas broadcast and podcast. Throughout this series, I've been closing out our time by sharing hints from Scripture to help us all make the most of Christmas. In part one, we learned that if God doesn't shine His light into our darkened hearts to give us the light of His glory, we actually can't make room for the Christ of Christmas. In part two, we took a lesson from the shepherds about finding a quiet place to get alone with God to receive His good news of great joy this Christmas. Then, last time in part three, I encouraged you to reread the words of the angels in Luke 2, and then give God glory for sending his only son to die in our place. And here's our fourth and final challenge, and this one's probably obvious share the Christ of Christmas with others. Again, you've just got to love those shepherds. Luke 2, verse 20. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen as it had been told them. Think about this. What other time of year other than Christmas can you actually hear the gospel being preached in shopping malls and on secular radio? So, as Christmas carols are already being sung and his name is already being advertised, we encourage you to glorify and praise God by sharing the gospel and the real reason for the season with all the lost in your life this Christmas. Finally, after they hear the gospel from you, why not continue praying for them and then invite them to church? Go for it. What do you have to lose? Nothing. What do they have to lose? Everything. Well, that wraps up our special series on making room for the Christ of Christmas. You can visit us online at tccradio.com. And if you're a follower of Christ looking for help equipping your church to preach the gospel, visit our ministry site at thecrosscurrent.com. Oh, I almost forgot. Please also plan on tuning in to our next Outreach Radio series. We'll be getting back to basics by equipping you to break the ice with strangers, build bridges of common conversational ground, and then share the gospel in grace and truth all the while recording in real time for your listening enjoyment. Anyway, you won't want to miss it. Well, that's all for now. I'm Corey McKenna in the studio and on the street, keeping the cross current in our culture.
1: What would be your top priorities if you only had three minutes to live?
0: Well family of course and friends
1: is a big one. My family, my friends, my girlfriend. Smoke a joint probably and listen to some cool music. Give some passing words of wisdom on to somebody. I think I might meditate on the end of life. Just
0: asking for salvation of some kind.
1: Tune in to the outreach radio show that's really got people talking. Three minutes to live on the cross current radio show.
4: Merry Christmas from the Cross Current. And thanks so much to those who partner with us for another amazing year of ministry. Through your support, thousands of unbelievers heard the life-changing message of Jesus, and thousands more Christians were equipped to share Him with others. Now that 2019 is ending, we humbly ask that you remember our ministry with your year-end giving. To give your gift, go to thecrosscurrent.com slash gift, G-I-F-T. All gift givers will receive the free audiobook, The Only Way to Calm the Craziness of Christmas by Corey McKenna. Merry Christmas, and we thank God for you and your partnership in His Gospel.